to Single Soulmate Podcast, where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of what's going on with your love life and how can you change and have a breakthrough in your love life. So uh, today we're going to be talking about boundaries and the, the issue of boundaries is an interesting one because um, a lot of people, a lot of women, I mean, men too, but let's just talk about women. Um, a lot of women have um, yeah, boundary issues, uh, weak boundaries, no boundaries, not really understanding how to establish uh, boundaries that are, um, that are maintained and honored. And um, we do a lot of, of, of work around boundaries in our uh, dance programs, but let's talk about what's underneath the boundary issues before we get into what, what to do with it. What, what's most important to understand is why do boundary issues even come up? So we're just about a, a, a tip, a trick, a line, a, a, like if you just said this line, then everybody would, um, you know, just honor your boundaries and stuff like that. I, I wish it was easy, um, but it's really not. Boundary issues come up where you feel like people are taking advantage of you. You feel like people are, uh, especially let's say men in relationships are taking advantage of you, but really it's anything, right? Because if you have boundary issues in your personal life, you're gonna have boundary issues with uh, men in relationships, and vice versa. Uh, a lot of people don't even see that. And a lot of the women that we work with that have boundary issues, which is a lot, um, it's, I'll tell you what it's not. Not because you don't have the right line to say. And it's not because, or lines to say, and it's not because you're a bad person. Actually, boundary issues most often come up with women who are really rewarded women and want to be helpful and want to um, help people be kind to People, that kind of stuff. And so boundary issues, um, I'm going to move my mic a little bit here. Um, boundary issues come up is at the core of it is you're thinking that everybody else is more important. And so you don't want to kind of like rock the boat. You don't want to disturb people. You other people and so you don't say anything about what's important to you until the boundary has been crossed has been trampled on um and that right there makes you think like oh here's the thing i need to bonk people over the head with here's what i want and here's what i need but the issue at the core is that if you think that other people your boss your kids your parents your friends, um, if you think that all of the other people and things and circumstances and situations are more important than you, then you will always have boundary issues because you're concerned for not disturbing them, not bothering them, not wanting to come across as too much or whatever. That will always take precedence. You know what, what else? It, the other way of thinking is like, well, I can't and that for me, because if I do that for me, 
somebody else will suffer. Somebody else will be inconvenienced. Somebody else will be bothered by whatever it is. This is at the core of boundary issues. And before uh, even thinking about a line to say or how to say it right or something, it comes back to the core issue of, are you the most important person to you? And for those of you that say, well, no, I, I have I have aging parents or I have children. I can't say that that's most important to me. Let me ask you something. If you have, let's say, let's go through these. You aging, let's say you, you have aging parents and you think that they are more important than you. So you don't take care of yourself. Now you get sick or you're stressed out. Are you really showing up to take care aging parents as your best self are you even able to show up right if you're sick and you're right you're not even able to but if you're exhausted overworked resentful are you showing up as your best self for them let's talk about your kids what do they tell you on an airplane back when we used to get on airplanes uh what do they tell you on the airplane they tell you if there's a sudden loss of cabin pressure and the oxygen um, and the oxygen masks. Um, remember, this is an AMA. My Facebook lives are an AMA, which means you can ask me anything. So ask a question uh, on anything we're talking about or anything else, Lisa. Um, okay, so let's say you have uh, a child or, or children. You think, no, I can't be most important. My children are most important. But in the airplane, if there's a sudden cause a uh, uh, loss of cabin pressure. In other words, if things get dangerous, put your own mask on first and then assist somebody else. So if you are not putting your own mask on first, when it comes to taking care of yourself, honoring yourself, loving yourself and paying close attention and flowing energy to what it is that you want, your hopes, your dreams, then what'll happen is your kids Kids will get not the best version of you. Your kids will get the version of you that snaps them, that is too tired to pay close attention to them, who's going to miss the, the little sound in their voice that tells you something is wrong, even when they tell you everything is fine. That's the version of you that will show up for your kids. So you taking care of you, honoring you is showing up the best version of you. And the reason why this all relates to boundaries is that if you're used to putting everyone, everything else first, but in, in this moment and in your timeline of your life, you'll be thinking of, I can do this after I do this and that and this and that for other people. Well, you know what? The other people, the other things will never ever stop. I'm going to say that again. The other people, the other things that are drawing on your, your attention, drawing on your energy, drawing on your financial resources, those other things will never stop. And so if those other things and those other people will never stop, then how are you ever going to find time for your dreams? How are you ever going to find time for what you want? How are you ever going to time to put your own mask on first so that you can then show up as the best of yourself for other people. 
And the answer is, as long as you put other people, other circumstances, other situations first in your time, in your attention, in your money, everything, you, you will disappear from the story of your life. You will be secondary in the story of your life. And you know what that means? You're going to be second in any relationship you have. You're going to be an afterthought in any relationship that you have. You're going to have people trampling on your boundary, right? Because they know that you know, you believe in your core that you're not important as their wants, their needs, their desires. And so they'll do whatever they feel like they can do with you. They'll do whatever they want with you because they know that you at your core believe that you're important, which means that you at your core don't believe that these boundaries are, are real things. They're just like suggestions, you know? Um, you ever go to a parking lot where um, they give you the little ticket thing? Well, in some parking lots, but they're very rare, you take the little ticket and then you come out and then you pay and you go on. But in most parking lots now, they have like an arm that comes down that if you try to drive out, bonk, it bonks you on your windshield and you can't drive out. In other words, they felt that that bound was so important that they made it not impossible, but extremely difficult to get out without it. That kind of boundary is, is what you need to establish in your life. But most people don't drive up to the parking lot and think, these people are so mean. They're so mean. Why do they put this, the, the arm thing down? They don't think like that. They just think, well, that makes sense, just to make sure that I do that. And you know what? Healthy people respect people that have healthy boundaries. Unhealthy people get annoyed by people that have healthy boundaries because what they want to do is take advantage of you like they always have. Take advantage of your good nature self, take advantage of your warm heart, take advantage of your desire to be helpful and kind and loving to people. But you know who really appreciates healthy boundaries? High quality, emotionally mature, commitment-minded men. Because if you have low boundaries, blurred boundaries, or no boundaries, what that means is that you're really kind of like easygoing. And if you're really kind of easygoing, that means you and the word easy are in the same sentence. And no man wants to feel like the woman who he's want to or considering building a life with is easy. He just doesn't want to do it. Men are pretty simple. We have two categories. We have the woman who we can have some fun with and the woman who we are considering that we might want to build a life with. The woman who we have some fun with for a little while, you know, till somebody who we really want comes along, that woman, easy is a word that comes to mind. Easy to hang around with, easy to be with, easy to get her to do stuff, you know, that kind of thing. The woman who we might want to build a life with, she knows, herself, loves herself, respects herself, and values herself. And so because of that core identity, her boundaries are healthy boundaries. And you know what? A healthy, a good man, an emotionally mature man, he respects that. In fact, he likes that. He's drawn to that. 
the reason why we teach boundaries in all of our uh, uh, in a, in our programs is because at our core, we're teaching how to love you so much that you are kind of like that parking arm that comes down. You're just there to make sure everybody does the right thing. But you know who's mad at that parking arm coming down? Crazy people, right? People that are like, why are they doing this? What, you know, same thing. You get with unhealthy people and you start establishing healthy boundaries because you love and value yourself at a higher level. Maybe you did in the past. Unhealthy people will be like, why are you doing this? Yeah, they've just revealed to you that they're healthy. So boundaries are critically important because what's underneath boundary problems are self-love problems, self-worth problems, self-esteem problems, and you cannot have quality relationship with a high quality man if you don't think that you're worth it if you don't think that you're valuable if you don't think that whatever it is that you want in life is important enough to put your mask on first in other words stop thinking that everyone everything else is more important than your hopes and dreams and start to believe that you are as important as anyone else and dreams are important and you have to think that your hopes and dreams are very important otherwise nobody else ever will so we have one way to find out if uh, um, if you are fit to work with us in any of our um, advanced programs and that is to get on the phone with us if you want to find out if we can help you at those core move forward, establish really healthy boundaries that healthy men will respect. You can get on the phone, johnnyr.com forward slash apply. Um, that is the only way to uh, to see if we can help. Laura or one of our coaches will get on the phone and just do an analysis of what's going on in your life, maybe where your blind spots or your hidden blocks are, where you want to go, and how quickly you can get there. Maybe that's with our help. Maybe that's not. But um, if you're serious about making your dreams come true, if you're serious about, you know, dealing with these core issues, um, get a love breakthrough assessment. Have a professional sit down with you on the phone. Now, sit. Well, you could sit. And I'm standing. You could sit. You could stand. You could do whatever. Um, and find out. Hey, Kristen. Uh, find out if uh, if where you are and where you want to be is being stopped by some hidden blocks and hidden hidden uh, um, kind of like blind spots and then see what can be done about it. Because here's what I know for sure. If boundary issues are an issue, then that means that there's core issues of self-love, self-worth, self-esteem, and those things are generally creating a whole host of blind spots and problems in your life that are affecting your love life, your personal life with friends, with family, your work, your careers, limiting how far you can go in your career. That's one reason why when women work with us, they start making more money, they start getting advances in their career, their business grows, all that stuff. Because once you deal with, at a core level, the self-esteem, self-worth, self-love issues, everything else gets better. I see some comments in here, so let me make sure to uh, address the comments, the questions, anything that. Um, so, Kristen, hello. Lisa, hello. I already did that. So, Anne, what's the difference, or rather, 
what are the boundaries when you are dating someone with whom you have so many common interests? I heard you say something about being too available. Um, I don't even understand your question, Anne. I'm, I'm really sorry. Uh, what is the difference or where are the boundaries when you're dating someone with whom you have so many common interests? I think that's a dating question. That's what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, we have a whole like protocol about the dating dance. And, and what I would say is that uh, just very quickly about it, because hours and hours to kind of lay it all out but very quickly what most women are doing in dating is, is they are uh, they don't have any decision-making frameworks they don't really know who like why they're moving forward with this versus that guy they're like I don't know we have common interests got some chemistry kind of cute you know those those things um, and so what happens is you uh, boundary issues are pretty much rampant because when you have no clear decision-making framework, you're not a high value woman walking into that relationship. And so generally speaking, you make yourself way too available. You don't trigger his masculine um, chivalrous nature, which by the way, good guys want to be masculine men. They want to be men, but most women don't trigger that. And so guys kind of just do whatever. Um, so yeah, it's a step-by-step -step process, a lot more like old time courting and a lot of women say, nobody does courting anymore. And that's cause you don't know how to trigger that, that courting stuff. And actually good guys now are schmucky guys not courting. Yeah. Schmucky guys are not courting, but if you don't have any clear decision-making frame, you can't tell the schmucky guys from the good guys. And so, you know, like you're spending a lot of time schmucky guys. I don't know if I'm answering your question. I'm not quite. Uh, clear about it, but uh, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to try to act like a high value woman. You want to be a high value woman, and those are two very different things. A lot of times, people. I mean, in America, we're pretty big on like fake it until you make it, and uh, that's not really how people can feel it. Guys can feel it, especially the emotionally mature uh, type of man that you want to be with. Um, He's a grown ass man and he's looking for a grown ass woman. And I'm not even saying that you're not, but understanding the masculine feminine dynamic is so critical um, because most women nowadays, women really don't understand masculine feminine dynamic. Um, at work, they're basically trying to be, uh, the, the, the work culture is very patriarchal and masculine in nature. And so in order to get ahead, at work, you you kind of have to put on a lot of masculine traits and start to think like a more masculine man and value masculine traits more, which makes you value your own traits as a woman less to uh, be less feminine. And so you don't know how to have healthy masculine feminine dynamic. And as a woman, you are the driver of the relationship, meaning if he's um, now, are there some guys that are just rotten to the core? Yes, absolutely. Um, but it's like the bell curve. Some guys that are rotten to the core is pretty much nothing you can do about that. Some guys that are good guys are going to be awesome guys and what. But most guys are in the middle, that that hump in the middle of the bell curve. Like they'll kind of go whichever way the woman that they're with is. And women um, don't know how to trigger his masculinity, his chivalry. They don't know how to uh, kind of flip that switch and turn it on. And so, um, the guy just acts like every other guy and that's how women end up like 
you know, with a guy that they're in a relationship, it goes nowhere for months and months and months or years. And then he's like, just not ready for a relationship. And then six months later, he's engaged to somebody else like, what the fuck? And she knew how healthy masculine feminine dynamic uh, is often the case. Um, and a lot of times we don't know that they're a place, they're a placeholder until a woman that he really wants comes along. Uh, all of that wraps up and comes to boundaries and then what's underneath it and the core issues. So Anne, if you want to ask a follow-up question to kind of clarify a bit, I'm happy to, to answer that. But otherwise, I hope that was uh, helpful because I'm not quite understanding your, your uh, question there. But I'll take a, there's a little bit of a delay from what I say to what you guys type. So I'll take a drink of water. If there's no questions, I'm going to be done for today. All right. Well, listen, if uh, if you'd like to see um, uh, what's going on with your life and what can be done about it, hop on the phone. There's a few spots available in the next couple of days. Uh, JohnnyLara.com forward slash apply. And um, we'll do a deep dive into um, into what's going on and where your blind spots are, where your hidden blocks are and how you get to where you want to go as quickly as possible so you have a lot of clarity about why you've been single farther than you want you have a lot of clarity about that feeling of like cat there's something wrong with me um it's not about that there's something wrong with you it's just you don't know probably so oh and okay uh so if you're right if you're in in the relationship, boundary issues aren't coming up as red flags. You don't seem to have to compromise the most important things yourself, such as time with your kids or aging parents. Yes, and, and if you're in the right relationship, that means that you have dealt with the self-love, self-esteem, and self-worth issues. And most of the time, because the air that we are breathing right now, uh, I don't mean just right now because of corona, I just mean like right now in 2020 in modern life, um, the air that we're bringing is very unhealthy relationships. And so a lot of women don't even realize that uh, they have major, major self-worth, self-esteem uh, and self-love issues and they don't know what to do about it. And they think, uh, I don't mean any disrespect, but a lot of times they think like if I, you know, post up, you know, great sayings on Facebook or you know, get a mani-pedi, then I'm dealing with my self-worth issues or self-esteem, and that's it's not really it. There's a reason why um, when women work with us in our advanced programs, the process of becoming your own soulmate first is, is, is quite a, uh, it's counterintuitive uh, because good coaching is going to be counterintuitive because if what you know to do would have, would get you where you want, you wouldn't, be single far like this long, right? If, in other words, if what made sense to you would were taking you where you want to go, you'd already be there, right? Um, and so, uh, dealing with that at a core level is where we're where we operate, so that then the boundary issues. There is some stuff about how to set boundaries, but it comes after dealing with the core issues of, hey, my dreams desires are worth investing energy in. Uh, I talked yesterday about investing energy and, and energy energy is so like amorphous. The easiest way to look at it is where's your time going? Where's your financial resources going? Because those are dollars you can count and time you can count. And so you start to look at, well, am I kind of approaching my core essence 
as where I'm trying to devote as little time and money to me as possible, or am I trying to invest at a high level in myself because I'm recognizing that I matter. So from that place, then learning boundaries, how to establish boundaries, how to keep them uh, becomes easier because you have at the core a solid foundation on which to operate. Um, and so a lot of times what is appears to be a boundary issue um, is yet at the moment it's a boundary issue, but before that there's a foundational issue. It's kind of one of the things I say sometimes is if you find yourself at uh, three in the morning um, holding a gun, two bad guys in front of you, and you're trying to decide which one of them you should shoot, the issue isn't which one of them to shoot. The issue is how the fuck did you end up in a back alley at three in the morning with a gun and feeling like your only choice is to shoot somebody, right? So we like to go back before the, the momentary issue and look at at the core because um, even if you know someone helped you to fix a boundary issue that has a much deeper core issue, it'll just be like changing tech deck chairs on the Titanic. Like there'll be a lot of activity, a lot of movement. Maybe you'll get a view for better view for a few minutes, but it's still going in the direction that it's going. Um, and so we're about changing the entire direction of where you're going. And, um, you know, again, because if the way you are approaching something would have been getting you where you want to go, you'd already be there. So I hope that uh, makes sense. Um, you don't seem to have to compromise the most important things about yourself. Here's the thing. The most important things about yourself, and are not your kids or aging parents. The most important things about yourself are what it is that you want for your life and and speaking kids like a lot of times people uh, a lot of single moms will sacrifice themselves for their kids but they don't recognize that what they're doing is they're setting them up to have a harder time in life if what you want for your children is for them to have a happy and healthy relationship with someone that loves them, appreciates them, respects them, sees them, um, honors them, is committed to them, all of that. If that's what you want, which for most parents, this is what we want, right? We want our kids to be happy, our kids to have the world, right? And so same thing in a relationship. We want them to be with someone who loves them, appreciates them, adores them, honors them, respects them, all of that type of stuff. And so you can't be saying, you can't be living a life that sh that demonstrates that that is not possible and that that is not a something to pursue and then say but you pursue it right a any parent knows that do as i say not as i do is a very difficult thing to sell very difficult thing to sell because kids don't do what you say they do what you do and so you going for your dream if that is the most important thing to you, then your kids or aging parents come around because healthy parents want their kids to live the life of their dreams. Healthy kids want their parents to be happy and you are going to be a better parent to that kid if you're stressed out, resentful, and feeling like you're giving up your life in order for them. The martyrdom uh, way of parenting is not ultimately effective. It's just not because you've now demonstrated to them that you cannot have love and raise a child. You can't be in a healthy relationship and raise a child. So what are they going to 
they're modeling you, right? So what are they probably going to do? Maybe have a child, but not have a relationship because you've just demonstrated to them that you can't have both. So um, anyway, I hope that's helpful. Um, so uh, and you answer my question. I was looking for that difference. Man, oh man, 3M in a dark alley scenario. Um, great, you make great. It's awesome. Well, I'm glad that was helpful, Anne. Um, and thank you for uh, for joining me. And again, uh, we'll be doing uh, Facebook Lives every day this week. If you want to see what's your scenario that you think it's three in the morning, should I do this or should I do that? Should I shoot this? Should I do that? And really, there's a lot more underneath it. Uh, get on the phone, have a free love breakthrough assessment with Lara or one of our uh, professionally trained, certified uh, coaches who will help you really assess what's going on in your life, where you want to go, and what's stopping you from getting there. Because the truth is, if you don't think that getting where you want to go is is very, very important, you're never going to you're never gonna get there. You're just not. So, all right. Good to uh, see you here. Have a great rest of the day. Bye for now. Hey, I'm so glad you were here with us today listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and would like to discover if you have any hidden patterns in your life that are disrupting your forward progress, you're going to want to head over to singletosoulmate.com forward slash quiz to take a quick five minute quiz that we created so that you can find out what your love pattern is and more importantly, what can be done about it to overcome any self-sabotage that may come with it. That's singletosoulmate.com forward slash quiz for that free quick insight into your unique love pattern and how to break it. Also, if you like this podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. Let us know what you love or like about the podcast. See, when you leave us a quick, honest review, that actually helps other awesome women just like you discover this podcast and helps them learn, live, and love better, just like you're learning right now. Thanks so much.